old CN train station in downtown Kamloops will soon be home to a new craft distillery. Kamloops businessman Steve Earle is working with Alberta-based Two Pine Ventures and other investors to establish what will be known as the Iron Horse Distillery. It's mostly going to be producing single malt whiskey, gin, and vodka. I'm pretty excited about this new addition to the downtown core in Kamloops, so I'm pleased to welcome to the show now Steve Earle. Steve, how you doing? Very well. Thanks for the invite today. Yeah, thanks so much for the time. And we're also joined on the line by John Romick, who is the CEO of Two Pine Ventures. John, how are you doing here on this Thursday? Great, Jeff. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, Steve, I guess I'll start with you since you're the, the Kamloops guy here in all of this. You've, you've been working on this distillery, I imagine, for quite some time. When did you first start thinking about this as a possible idea for yourself? I, I You know, this obviously didn't come up overnight. No, it was actually um, last summer when uh, John uh, passed through town. I've known him for, for many years, and he would ride his bike uh, through, through Kamloops every year with a, a friend of mine. So we were, we were chatting a little bit what, about what he was doing, and I said, well, Kam- Kamloops could be uh, a, a great site for a distillery, and uh, you know, we've got amazing water quality here, a uh, great local population to sustain it. Uh, wonderful visitation with uh, all the visitors that uh, enjoy, enjoy Kamloops in, in the normal times and have you, have you thought about it. So uh, sort of passed at that time and progressed into later in the fall. And John came back and said, well, let's go around town and, and see what you might have to offer. So towards the end of last year, uh, we went out and looked at a few few sites and uh, showed him the old uh, CN station and, and keg restaurant. And it was like, this is perfect for, for what we're looking at doing, sort of restoring uh, old historic buildings that distilling images uh, fits in ideally with, with, with that look of, of the station. And then, of course, there is the uh, empty uh, parcels of land that uh, can be acquired with it uh, and ideal to, to build a, you know, a standalone distillery as a destination uh, type of option for, for locals and visitors alike to to come in and experience. So we've been uh, working over the past couple months, uh, bringing together a, a group of, of local investors along with John at Two Pine uh, to make this work. And, uh, you know, we're, we're getting closer. We've got a, a few more things left to, to, to uh, you know, cross the T's and dot the I's to hopefully uh, make this happen over the next month or so here to make, to make it a reality. What was downtown always sort of the, the space you were looking at uh, as where you wanted to open up? Oh, you know, the, the downtown of Kamloops has such a, a great history uh, and finding the right spot that you actually would have space to, you know, develop a, a tasting area, uh, incorporate a, a restaurant as a dining experience for people, and then being able to, to have the land to build it on. And, of course, downtown Kamloops just, just makes perfect sense. I, I think there's such a, a sense of optimism uh, about the downtown with, with the development you've seen, such as the Hive and what the Kelson Group has proposed. Uh, you know, it was such a, a great city with such a, you know, a vibrant uh, downtown core and, and the park there and Sandman Center. Uh, everything just ties in perfectly to the vision that we have uh, at the same time. Now, John, when, when Steve first kind of mentioned this idea to you, were you at all hesitant or were you uh, immediately thinking, you know what, this is something I would love to get behind? 
Well, we have kind of a, a criteria of size of market that we want to go into. Our plans are always when we build our destination distilleries is that we have a three-kilometer radius that uh, will pretty much support the project 100%, uh, even though there's other channels of, uh, of sales in distribution, we always want to be locals first. We want to make sure that uh, the community has an asset that they can really enjoy and engage with. And just like the keg did for 11 years, it was, uh, you know, a real hub, a place to go to, whether it be after a Blazers game or just when that special occasion came up. And to see such an amazing property sit vacant for the past five years was just astounding. Um, and I know, uh, uh, you know, the developer, the vendor has had numerous um, various options, you know, for developments that have come its way, but nobody's ever really engaged all parcels in this particular project. And what really worked for us is that we can be in this location, and once it's acquired and, you know, we've got all the conditions removed, we know that we can move ourselves into cash flow within a couple months, which is really exciting, you know, in a phased development. So, no, it, it hit a lot of things. Um, part of my business is, is to make sure that we assist communities in revitalizing uh, their downtown cores by anchoring new entertainment districts that are starting. And we love to go into the historical areas because, quite frankly, that's where the stories are. And that's what's been abandoned by many communities, I find, around Western Canada, is that they've opt, you know, the developers and planners have opted for outside of the community, allowing many of the uh, central zones and the historic zones to fall by the wayside. Kamloops has already started on that path beautifully, uh, so I'm not re-educating anybody at, you know, at town council. They know the value of the downtown, and we just are happy to be part of it. Now, what are things going to look like here at the Old Keg Restaurant? Uh, if people, I mean, maybe you don't have it all finalized just yet, but, you know, if you had to describe what the atmosphere is going to look like, um, what, what would you be telling people? Uh, Steve, I guess I'll, I'll go to you on this. What, what do you think, you know, people can expect once you guys are up and running? So, uh, first and foremost is the, uh, you know, the reopening of the existing building. Uh, being able to have the, the dining experience on the second floor that uh, so many people were, uh, you know, accustomed to mm-hmm. as the keg and enjoying their enjoying their meals out. And then on the main level, uh, would certainly be that public space where you would be able to come in, uh, have a tasting area to, to sample the products, uh, be able to, to, to purchase the, uh, the the product that we made here in Kamloops and, and take it home or, or uh, look at uh, the, the Snow Day product that uh, John has developed over the last couple of years as, as options. And then uh, you'll have, of course, uh, the development would happen uh, up, the, up a standalone uh, distilling operation, very much incorporating the same design and look as the existing station to maintain that, uh, you know, that heritage sort of feel. And that would be developed on the land between the, the current station and the Sandman Centre. Uh, and, you know, creating that, that look that people, you know, coming down to an event, you'll be able to, to really see what's going on in the, in the building operation. And then there's a smaller parcel of land to the east that uh, would, would come as a, the last part of the development. Uh, and again, in, incorporating into that same look uh, and maintaining, you know, a good, strong relationships with uh, the residents that live in the area and for the community as a whole. But really, really it's, it's to bring back a building that was built in 1927 and has such a, a long legacy 
uh, in Kamloops and make sure that that uh, stays a facility for for our local residents to enjoy. Well, I, I think you're going to see a lot of people itching to check this out once you guys are open. What is sort of your, your earliest timeline if everything went, uh, you know, as smoothly as possible? When do you think the doors could open? Uh, realistically, later in the summer for uh, for the existing building, uh, you'd have to go back and, and reactivate uh, the licenses and 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 make everything uh, doable. Uh, you know, with the restaurant operations uh, you know, in the world of uh, COVID-19, uh, there's, there's obviously a lot of restrictions in place. Uh, but to get the tasting room up and running, we, we figure that that's uh, more than more than doable and then uh, ideally get going on the construction if uh, working of course with the, the city and making sure that everything uh, uh, meets all the expectations that everyone has for that property uh, to begin construction to, to hopefully have something uh, ideally done towards the end of uh, next year for uh, for the distilling operation. Very very cool so that tasting room will be the first thing to open so if people are going there John Tell me a little bit about the product. What can people expect here from these snow day uh, beverages? That's probably not the word you would want to use. Spirits, that's the word. Uh, what what can people expect? How does your, you know, whiskey, gin, vodka products, how do they differentiate themselves from, you know, just going to the liquor store here? Well, that's brilliant. Um, differentiation is is so key. Um, I'm building brands under the snow day label, S-N-O-D-A-Y, that are now being recognized around the world uh, for some of the the top premium. Our gin actually won the best contemporary gin in the world uh, this past fall uh, in the uh, London Gin Masters competition. Uh, Our single malt spirits have won gold medals in China and in uh, in Denmark and in uh, in England. And our vodkas are doing the same thing. So very much I equate our experience very similar to... uh, the new world versus the old world in the wine business, where all of a sudden new world wines 25 years ago came in and really developed a, a strong competitive base against the old world wines. And this is what's happening in spirits as well. We have an opportunity here in Canada to have the best water in the world, the best grain sources in the world. And now because of craft distilling, a lot of those amazing machines that were usually just scheduled for producing, for production at a higher level, are now micronized, just like in the brewery business or the wine business. And we're able to make, out of small spaces with premium ingredients, products that will rival anything in the world. And we're proving it with, with the awards that we've got. So part of my challenge right now is I want to roll out our Snow Day products around the world is to find production capacity. And before we get into major export uh, opportunities uh, that we've identified, we need to know that we have distilleries that will be able to produce our products for us. So this is where the joint venture comes in. Kamloops will have 75% of this opportunity, the investors that come in. Uh, our company, Two Pine Ventures, will have 25%, but we will basically provide a wonderful contract to our Kamloops operation to produce our Snow Day products while we guide the development of what we're coining the, um, the Iron Horse distilling brands here as our local boutique brand and creating this amazing world-class hospitality center as well. 
So that's what you're going to get. You, when you come into our distilling operation, you'll get the tour, just like you would at a winery. But you can learn so much more because a lot of people have no idea how this distilling works. Mm-hmm. There's as much nuances that go into distilling as wine making and beer making. And people will get an education on their own. So even though we're able to produce world-class products, we have an opportunity to really build something around Kamloops' identity um, and its history under the Iron Horse brand. And this will be the same thing that will go onto the shelves all around Canada, uh, as well as internationally, potentially. Uh, I'm curious if you could describe what uh, the packaging might look like. I know oftentimes I go into the liquor store and I'm browsing, and sometimes it's a fancy bottle that catches your eye, even though the product might not be great. Sometimes you still are just attracted to pick up something that looks a little bit different. What what uh, what would you see if I'm going into the liquor store at some point when it is available in stores across the country? Um, what what would you describe uh, the packaging as look like? Is it unique or is it you know something that uh, might look like any other? bottle of whiskey on the shelf oh no you know when we're dealing with gin with spirits we have to be distinctly canadian even any of our brands has to be identified as distinctly canadian because um canada is recognized around the world for its purity and its trustworthiness of its brand and this is what's going to attract a lot of international buyers here, we want to make sure that the Kamloops is identified on, the, on our packaging and that this is a domestic product coming out of this amazing distillery we're going to be building, you know, along the railway line. So all those components will come into it, but we've yet you know, really finalized any of our branding or logoing because at this point, um, the main, you know, objective right now is to get this asset mm-hmm. uh, under management and get everything lined up uh, so that we can build the production facility here. And we are looking at primarily more of a, there's two type, a couple different types of distilleries, but the two large, the two basic ones is you, you go with a column dis, dis, distillation program, which, you know, your gins and vodkas and your base spirits can be made out of, or you go with more of kind of a scotch uh, whiskey style, which is kind of that classic teardrop still that you see in uh, many of the Scottish distilleries. This is more of the direction we want to go because we really want to, you know, build ourselves around the age spirit lines, such as, you know, single malt whiskeys, rye whiskeys, um, or Canadian whiskey, as it's known as, um, Irish whiskeys, bourbon-style products, as well as uh, rums, if we can uh, work that in as well. Well, this is a, a definitely a, a good venture. I'm really excited to see it coming to the downtown Kamloops community, and I'm sure you're going to get lots of people interested to come and taste all this stuff. So best of luck on this, guys. Really looking forward to it opening, and I can get down there and uh, have a little bit of a taste test myself. Um, anything else that you guys want to add while I have you on the line? Uh, yeah, no, Jeff, I think um, the one thing that we, we want this to be, this building at the old station has been part of Camo's history since 1927. And, and we want to make sure that it uh, stays first and foremost, uh, an amazing facility for our local residents to, to enjoy, uh, you know, people, people love that area, but then also create something for, for our visitors as well. So this is really uh, working with groups of local investors to, to create something that is, that is here for, for the, for, you know, for our Camo's residents and visitors alike for, for many years to come. And we, we really, uh, you know, appreciate you uh, allowing us to come on to talk a little bit about uh, 
what we're envisioning here today. So thank you so much for your time. No, thank you for your time. Again, appreciate it. Best of luck, and I'll, I'll see you soon this summer, I hope. Sounds good. All right, there you go. Kamloops businessman Steve Earle, who's partnering up with John Romick, CEO of Two Pines Ventures, on a new distillery coming to downtown Kamloops. It'll be in the old CN Station, the old keg restaurant. I think it's going to be a pretty popular spot once things do get up and running, hopefully later this summer. And I hope people will be able to maybe gather at, you know, Sandman Center for a Blazer game or something come the fall. Maybe a concert. I'm probably getting a bit ahead of myself when thinking about that, but... That's the optimistic approach I'm going to take, that we'll be able to have those types of gatherings. And then afterwards, a trip to the Iron Horse Distillery doesn't sound like, like a lovely way to cap off an evening.